Hello, podcast listeners. I'm Jill McCormick. And I'm Robin Wall. And this is Afraid Not Podcast. This is episode number 27, and we're so glad you're tuning in and listening. And we have some amazing guests. In fact, some my of our very favorite, favorite person and Jill's very favorite, favorite person, they're on this podcast. We have our husbands on today, you guys. So, Dr. Chris Wall. Yes, he is a doctor. <laughs> Dr. Chris Wall and Mr. Sean McCormick. So we thought we had a great plan for what we were going to do with this podcast. However, this, so this podcast did not happen the way we had thought that it was going to. You're going to get kind of a peek behind the scenes of what it's like to be in the McCormick Wall group. (laughs) And our husbands kind of take over our podcast. We were not planning on that. We were not expecting this. So it's going to be a different kind of podcast tonight. But we hope you enjoy it. So listen, listen in. in. Hey guys, thanks for coming. Well, we're glad to be podcast. here. Thanks for having us. We are really thankful for you. You are both so, so sweet. And um, our listeners are going to enjoy getting to know you tonight. So this is a little peek behind the curtain of the walls of McCormick's. Yes. So why don't we start tonight with asking... Let's ask Chris first. Just tell us a little bit about yourself in okay, a nutshell. Um, and then <laughs> and then Sean, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? So Chris? Well, my name is Chris Wall and I am married to Robin Yay. Wall. And um I am a pastor at First Baptist Owasso and Robin and I have been married for twenty five years and uh, that's a little bit about And me. do we have children? We have children. <laughs> we do. We have three children. Uh, Emily, our oldest, and she is wonderful. And uh, we are expecting um, <laughs> a son-in-law coming up oh, in, in, in June. And Emily is engaged to Nathan. So we are having another boy. And uh, then uh, Eric is our son who's a freshman in college and Maggie, our little magma fish. She is, um, uh, 15 and starting to drive and has learned to drive a stick shift. That's right. Wow. It's more than I can do. That's impressive. (laughs) So Sean, hi, this is Sean. I'll be in your right ear tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Is that how this works? (laughs) The right side of your radio dial. Um, I'm um, named Sean McCormick. I am the wa- uh, husband of the beautiful Jill McCormick. <laughs> We've got a daughter, Quinn, who is 21. She is a senior in college. And our son, Aiden, is 18. He is a freshman in college. And, oh, I am a, a radiation therapist in Tulsa. I treat cancer patients, and that's about it. All right. All right. So tell us what part of life are the four of us all in what kind of things are we all for dealing with well we've been well first of all we've all been friends for a long time and we've walked through many parenting things together because our boys are very close our girls are are close so we've kind of walked through some things together in parenting in general and now we're at this different stage in life that we're all kind of at the same point i mean going way way back to T-ball. <laughs> the force. <laughs> yeah. 
You know, Sean? All that's great and true, but um, we decided to hijack a little bit. Yeah, oh, I think we need to hijack no. this podcast. Because the ladies wouldn't let us do this if we had told uh, them. Anything. So, yeah, we're, we're you know, we could we, we could talk about parenting and wow, that just no. sounds awful. Big deal. So, you know, <laughs> kids are fun and they're hard to raise at times. That's about it. So let's now we're going to hijack this podcast. We wanted podcast. to brag about our wives a little bit. My yeah. goodness, what is happening? This is not what was planned. We're <laughs> super proud of you ladies in the podcast yeah, and your cool. adventurous spirit to do this. <laughs> and so we thought it would be more fun for us to just have oh, a little conversation <laughs> about... Um, why we love you. Oh, oh no. And, <laughs> and you know, so I think it should start with Sean. Why don't you describe? I'm going I'm to take over the question. Sean and I are going to take over the question <laughs> here. Is that okay? So I figure this pod, we watch you guys do this podcast. We, we, this is what, number 21? 27. 27. 27. That's what I said. 27. <laughs> um, we can do this. Sean, we can do this, right? We sure. watch them do this. 26 times. Yes. So, hey, describe the moment that Jill caught your eye. I saw her across a basketball gym before we got on charter bus to go to a singles retreat. Okay. And I I remember specifically seeing like So you weren't at a basketball game? No, it was uh, just full of single people about getting oriented and then about to get on some charter buses to drive through the night to New Mexico for a singles retreat. Glorietta. Glorietta, New Mexico. Nice. Did you make uh, up your mind that you were going to make sure to get to know that pretty girl? I don't know. I just like, seriously, the whole big crowd is like, that girl's really cute. (laughs) And then I saw her later on the bus and talked to her a little bit. She, (laughs) she remembers my awesome first line. What was it? I like your shirt. I like your shirt. And (laughs) let me just specify, it was a maroon thermal, like nothing interesting about it. Sure. It was, it was, I'm riding on a bus all night kind of attire. I don't know. That's, as, that's as creative as it was at that point. It worked. It must have worked. Results. Yeah. Results. That's good. Go. I like that. Well, um, I'll Let never you. forget the day Robin caught my eye. Uh, we were at False Creek, uh, the Baptist breeding grounds of Oklahoma. <laughs> and um, we were, uh, I had um, um, done this skit, and uh, uh, this night I did this gross toothpaste skit, and Robin sang the song "My Father's Eyes." That's right. And so, um, then which the, was definitely not a gross toothpaste skit. Yeah. It was very sweet and angelic. Yeah, mine was really <laughs> gross. I'm guessing you had and, minty breath, though. Yeah, I did. I did. But um, the uh, next day i was uh, i was over at the, the her cabin at false creek and and it was um uh we were cleaning up some stuff and i was getting some 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 of the things that we had left and robin was doing kp which is kitchen patrol for yeah. all you listeners who have no idea what kp is so she was doing kp and i guess i was staring at her <laughs> and i didn't realize i was staring Congrats. at her and her <laughs> pastor was sitting there and he looked at me and he said, hey, buddy, you're starting to drool a little bit. <laughs> and I said, oh, uh, I didn't realize I was staring at her. And he said, you know what I think you ought to do? I think you ought to go help that girl with that KP. <laughs> and I looked at her and I looked at him and I said, I think I will. <laughs> and uh, 
So I walked over and Rob, I said, can I help you with KP? And she's like, oh, sure. Yeah, that's great. And so I helped her put up the chairs and the tables. And, um, and then I was really shocked because she grabbed me and just kissed me. Uh, wow. That is a Scandal. complete diversion. That's why from she's the never truth. been back to Falls Creek. <laughs> yeah, okay, that didn't happen. She was that banned. only happened in Did my not mind. Happen. That happened in my mind. Um, but uh, later that night, um, I thought, I'm going to go ask this girl out. And uh, I knew she was in high school and I was in college. So I was a little nervous because uh, I was robbing the cradle. Oh, yeah, you get that. Mm, that's mm, funny because Jill's a year older than me, but don't worry, they'll edit that out. Okay, I won't be in trouble. Uh, he so, likes to call me the cougar just because I'm a whole year older. Yeah, and so, so I walked up to Robin and I said, um, "This is a good line." I thought, "Here we go." I said, "Write you know, this down, people." I go, "You know, I really see the Lord all over you, <laughs> and I would love to go out with you sometime." And she, which looked, was a very sweet thing to say. It was. And then she said, well, she goes, well, where do you live? And I go, (laughs) wherever you live. Well, (laughs) I go, well, I live in Moore, Oklahoma. She goes, isn't that like 30 minutes from my house? And I go, I don't know. I don't know where you live. (laughs) And and she goes, well, I've got to go put up my flute. And I was like, okay. And then she just walked off. And I was like, listeners, I didn't mean it. I didn't know. I, I didn't realize I was very insecure. And, and I was like, oh, well, I'm so embarrassed. Okay, well, we'll see you. And so she oh. left and left me standing there. I got shot down by a high school girl. And I was in college. I was quite embarrassed. Second um, place to a high school girl with zero geography skills. <laughs> but, but the next day, her sister saw me and. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you so much. Her sister said, hey, I heard you asked my sister out last night. And uh, I was kind of embarrassed. And she said, oh, she wanted to go out with you. And I was like, she did? She, like, shot me down. <laughs> and uh, so uh, I, I managed to be next to Robin the next evening. And uh, and I took her on an icy date with Ooh, our friend. Oh, icy dates. But I had, a, I, I had her friend LaShawn with her, so I had to buy two ices. LaShawn, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you're listening out there, but... I hope you remember that you were with us when we had our very first icy. And date. I bought I bought Lashawn, LaShawn and icy as well. And uh, but and then after that, it was history. So that was when Robin caught my eye. Very cool. And you all, that was way back in the day. Jill actually went on double dates with Chris and Robin. That's right. That far right. back before I was in the picture. So. And I was she at your wedding. Him. You were. That's right. In fact, we've seen you in our wedding video. <laughs> Your face is. Robin and I actually broke up uh, in Um, Jill's driveway. Not in Jill's driveway (laughs) one night. That was exciting, Um, but but yeah, that that was when Robin caught my eye, and and I'll tell you what, she still has my eye. Awesome, she really does. She does. I always notice her when she walks into a room, and uh, I always look for her, and I am grateful that I get to be married to you, and. uh, did so, Sean, now another question. Uh, cause well, I was going to say, it's funny our different roads because you all were so young. You dated off and on and all that. Glad it worked out where Jill and I, since we were both out of college and all that, we basically were joined at the hip from that weekend forward. We got engaged two months later. Wow, that's cool. And then we got it married six months after that. So oh. it's just funny to me how we all have you our different so journeys. You were so ready. Yeah, I know. And it's so weird because, you know, I, like I've said before, like it was – Neither of our parents were like, what? You're getting married? They both were like, yeah, okay, this is this is supposed to happen. Yeah, if my kids told me they got engaged after two months, I would freak out. 
<laughs> now, Robin and I dated for four years um, with we an eight-month yeah. breakup, yes. and uh, and and so yeah, that is a, so a fun of our different journey. Uh, <laughs> well, um, when you, Sean, when you think about your relationship with Jill, um, what is it? Which that, I do a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what 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 is it that just um, draws your heart to her? This after all these years. Well, she beautiful to look at, obviously. Um, but part of it too, it's funny to me. I feel so blessed that I get to have such a best friend that I'm always with. If you ask anyone who's known Jill any amount of time, they'll all tell you what a wonderful friend she is. It's and true. so I she always, is. it makes me feel so much better for myself that I don't care how close she is to them. I know that she and I are the closest, mm-hmm. and that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. She's, I don't know, she, I feel like she's always thought of myself and the kids before her needs, mm-hmm. and she's fun. I don't know. <laughs> that's sweet. You know, she's a good gal. <laughs> there, there's, well, there's she's a, swell. <laughs> when it comes to Robin, there's a lot of things that, that draw my heart to her. Um, uh, one of those things that that just pops out into my mind the most is or just comes to the forefront of my mind is the fact that her her voice is so wise in my life i'm grateful for her voice i know those of you that maybe listen to this podcast and don't really know robin uh, personally her her wisdom her her gentleness Robin is 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 genuinely a joyful person and a wise person, mm-hmm. and so I, I thank you, sweetie. That's I, true. <laughs> people will ask me, "Is she really that nice in real life?" And I'm like, and, "She and, is." And I tell she's people it's because really she's nice. married to me. That's why she <laughs> smiles so much. Uh, but I have made her not smile a few times, and uh, and so I think we've had moments mm-hmm. we've made each other not smile. Well, I think does. I've been more. Uh, I don't know. We've ever successful. had that. I'm just kidding. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I'm just thankful for for your voice, Robin. I really am, because your voice carries a lot of weight. Is um, the dog drinking water going to gonna be on the microphone? Sorry, our dog is drinking water. I don't know uh, if you can hear that. Cool. But, um, yeah, we, we will can. just ignore the dog drinking water. Thank we'll edit you that out. so much. But, <laughs> but your voice is very uh, strong in my life, and I'm grateful. One thing I forgot that drew me into Jill so quickly was I felt like I could be myself so quickly as far as like any stupid joke or whatever. She just laughed and like made me feel like, I don't know. I didn't have to put on a show. I could just be myself. And that, that sucked me in so hard. I was like, I've never felt this relaxed with someone. And I just, I mean, it literally less than a month after we met, I literally was thinking, I want to marry her. And I don't want her to get away. Like I had the, mm-hmm. as pathetic as it sounds, I had the thought, I cannot let her get away. And so I would have pulled the trigger sooner if it didn't, wouldn't make me look like a loony to so many people. Mm-hmm. I think but. Jill does have that quality that you know you can confide in her and you just really feel accepted. That's a really, which is one reason you're such an excellent counselor, Jill. This is making me blush. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I too wanted to marry Robin before she wanted to marry me. I, had to, I, had to do I didn't some, say I that. I was really young and immature. <laughs> I had to, do to some clarify convincing. that. <laughs> I had to do some convincing. But, I, but I'll tell you what, uh, when, when I met Robin, 
I was like, this is, this is it. This is the one that I, I, uh, want to marry. And, uh, and so I had to wait a little bit, but she wasn't quite the same. Um, but that's okay. I, I, I had to t- it took a little time. I do have to uh, articulate this. Ooh, big word. That's a good word, isn't it? <laughs> we, Robin and I, Sean, I don't know if you know this, but since we've hijacked this podcast. You have. Um, you have totally hijacked we, it. <laughs> I know this is going to happen. We, uh, we the fans have, love it. We had the cheesiest moment in (laughs) dating history. This is epic. We did. This is beautiful. This is epic. Okay, so I think this is worth. This is worth telling. It's worth telling. This should be its own episode. But okay, so (laughs) so we, Robin and I were broken up, and and it was, um, you know, she she kept dating other guys, and and uh, I just didn't date anyone long term. But so I, I was like brokenhearted and. And and so I was like, okay, I'm done. I, I mean, I need to move on. So I go to Ford Music Hall at OBU to see Robin to say, hey, uh, look. I sat down on the piano bench next to her and I said, Robin, I just want you to know that I'm moving on, and and God <laughs> has something, someone else for you, and I want what's best for you. And I, I love you that much. And and in the dawn on me, I think we were both crying by well, this point. <laughs> well, what was crazy is is Robin was dating this other guy, and she comes to me for advice about oh, this other guy. Please. I cannot believe. I want to edit that. That's no. so embarrassing. That's the truth. That's and, so and embarrassing. So, and so I'm the looking truth, at her, people. going, I cannot believe oh. she's asking me for advice. And she's so mean. And but I genuinely gave her advice that a friend would give her. And I thought to myself, Dump that Jolly, guy. <laughs> I, I must really love this girl because I'm like in Tell her to dump her him to get uh, good advice. And so so I just went to her and said, Look, God has someone me. else for us. And I I looked, um, I held her hand and we're looking each other in the eye. And and like you all know Michael W. Smith's song, right? Uh, pray for me. Pray for me, right? So I held Robin's hand and I said, Robin. Here is where the road divides. Here is where we realize. And we quoted the entire first verse. Then we started singing. I think with harmony. The second verse. <laughs> we'll have those uh, verses in the show notes. Yeah, the yeah. entire and then We started singing the second chorus, verse. And then we did the bridge. The bridge. And <laughs> it was like a throw up in your mouth yeah. version of high school musical it was really really it cheesy. was like bad it was terrible and we were crying and, the whole time <laughs> but but the road he chose for me was not the road he chose for you so as we chase the dreams we're after pray for me and i'll pray for you <laughs> and we quoted that whole song i kind of threw up in my mouth just talking about it right now oh but, my goodness. but it was uh <laughs> Probably the, the cheesiest, cheesiest moment, moment of all time of dating history, at least for Robin. So funny. <laughs> Did you have any cheesy moments? Well, you know, the, he didn't finish the story when we met because I noticed him on the bus also, and I, I had one of my roommates was with me on the trip, and she was kind of like would tell everything she knew kind of thing very social butterfly yes so i told another a different friend of mine i was like i think that guy sean's really cute but i said don't tell my roommate because she'll she'll tell everybody and like this is so middle school and we're in our early 20s but this is very middle school and so first service of the worship thing that night 
my friend comes crawling, or my roommate comes crawling across the pew at me, and she goes, hey, somebody's asking me about you. And I was like, who? And she said, Sean. And I said, no, he's not. Lori told you what I said. And she's like, no, what, what did you say? And I was like, wait, are you serious? And she, <laughs> she's like, yeah, he just asked me if you had a boyfriend. And I was like, oh. And he says he went and asked her on purpose because he knew she would come and tell me. Oh, I had met her the week before. I could tell she was like Miss Matchmaker, Social Butterfly. And when I, at that time, I didn't know she was Jill's roommate until that particular day. Someone was like, yeah, that's Jill's roommate back home. I was like, oh, okay. I'm, I'm going to plant the seed. I'm just going to ask if Jill's dating anybody. And that's all I said. And the fire blew up. <laughs> so we both met at church camp. We both yeah. met at church camp. That's, that's awesome. Didn't everybody? Yeah. <laughs> okay, awesome. listeners, if you yeah. haven't met someone wonderful, go to church camp. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it will be shot. your special <laughs> me- mm. meeting to happen. <laughs> but, you know, as I think about Robin, I, I am, I love you, and I am grateful for you as my wife, as someone I deeply respect, and and I'm so thankful that you married me. Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm thankful to Jill that I know Chris and Robin because I wouldn't have met them otherwise. Right. <laughs> 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 So oh we no, hijacked this podcast. I thought we were going to talk about how our nest was emptying out. <laughs> well, it is. And this is not what we were and, thought was going to happen. And so that's a whole series we'll do later. So <laughs> we just want to say to you both how proud we are of you, yes. and we're thankful that you would have us on your podcast. And it's one of your shorter podcasts because Sean and I. We hijacked it and we're wrapping it up. Right now. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. So we don't get to ask you guys anything. Oh, you can. We can I keep guess it rolling. So. One, one question each. One question each. <laughs> yes. Wow, the pressure. Right. So, listeners, you're just getting a snapshot of what it's like to be in our shoes. I don't know. So, t- okay. We're fine. That let's way. tell a little bit. Let's do talk about empty nest a little bit. What is it like to have an empty nest? Empty nest. I'm still adjusting. I'm trying to, Jill and I, we are going to the gym. And we are eating better now that we're not going to and fro to kids' activities all the time. So we're trying to be productive and, and we, have, we are having a blast hanging out together. But it is a little weird on weekends and stuff when none of our kids are home. Yeah. It's kind of sad. <laughs> and we still have one at home, but Chris, what do you think? How are we doing with uh, adjusting to that? Well, I I miss the daily uh, presence of my kids. I, I it's funny I miss the mess because right. yeah. it's we were always saying Eric pick up your guitar stuff and your pedal board and 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 then his friends were over all the time and we liked that but it was always messy. And it's cleaner now, and I miss the mess. Mm-hmm. And um, and so we do. I know that every phase brings different joys and different challenges. And there there are many many joys with this phase. But there are things I miss. But but now we're having a son-in-law come come around. And right. so uh, with each stage of life, there comes new joys. And so I. 
I trust that. I anticipate that. And I look forward to all that God's going to do in the future. We did have a couple years there where you could pretty much count on getting home from work and Aiden was going to be playing drums in his bedroom. <laughs> and you couldn't hardly hear the television. It was pretty disruptive, but we kind of we would just smile and just know that it's only for a season. He's going to be gone. So bang away on those drums. Yeah. <laughs> so what would you say to your younger selves as young parents? What would you say back to those? I would remind myself um, that the majority of my kids' lives, they will look at me with adult eyes. And, you know, when your kids are little, you think, you just don't realize that that's, they're not going to always look at you with those little kid eyes. That a majority of their life, they're going to look at you through the eyes of an adult. Um, and the majority of my life with them, they're going to look at me through the eyes of an adult. So that, that has impacted, uh, I wish uh, that would have been a good thing to remember earlier in their lives because, um, uh, you know, Emily, um, asked me to preach her wedding. And that was one of the most meaningful questions I've been asked in a long time because I, I want to be the kind of dad that has something to say in that moment. Mm -hmm. And, and it's just dawned on me, um, that Paige Cole was, uh, reminded me of that, that, that statement that a majority of my kids' lives, they'll, they'll look at me through adult eyes and <laughs> that's, that's something scary. it is. It's something yeah. to really wrestle with and remember. So, mm -hmm. I've gotten more and more feeling of feeling of vulnerability as my kids at different stages. Once they're driving, I'm like, oh, wow. Now they're going to start thinking about how mom and dad drive. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. just, you just realize how they're, not that they're peers, but all of a sudden they've got a different perspective on things. And they can really see behind my curtain, you know, see that it used to be magic. The dad could drive everywhere. Oh, wait a minute. I can do that now. Do I drive better than dad? Hmm. I don't know. Just things like that would kind of change my perspective. But I've definitely felt more vulnerable as the kids have gotten older and gotten more grown-up opinions on things and become more learned on things that I'm not learned. And it's like, oh, boy, I need to brush up on some things. And every day that we have with our kids is such a gift. Every day that we have in the young stages when it's messy everywhere and you're literally changing diapers, that those days are a gift. And then the stages where you're driving to and from t-ball and you're driving to and from dance and you're trying to get all their, their little school projects at the last minute and science fair projects, and those days are a gift. And then, you know, when they're really stretching into adulthood and and reaching adulthood, those days are a gift too. So it's good to stop and think about how each day that we have is such a blessing and that no matter what stage we're in, that God will give us the challenges and the joys of raising our kids in that moment, in that whatever season we're in. It's interesting transitioning from parent and authoritarian or I mean like the person that's telling them what to do 
to this stage of where you're kind of becoming their friend and adulting, parenting adult children, and that transition is just an interesting place to be right now. Mm-hmm. Of like, I'm still your parent and I'm still kind of over some things, but really you're pretty much an adult and you're going to make your own decisions. So it's I just kind of rethink how I transition. give input and advice. Mm-hmm. Try to <laughs> be a little more thoughtful with some of that. And one great way to get through the crazy times of raising your small children and everything, take time once a week to listen to the Afraid Not podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for that plug. (laughs) (laughs) It will get you through some of those tough times. Okay, guys, thank you for coming on Afraid Not. And even though you hijacked it completely. Which we were not (laughs) expecting. That was fun. We're going to be your best one. Mm. John, we should start our own podcast. <laughs> we should. The, oh. the broadcast. Yeah. <laughs> we could call it Afraid So. Afraid So. Afraid so. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. We love you guys. Love you too. Okay. So that was, that happened. I don't know. We were kind of speechless. Honestly, we kept looking at each other thinking, is this really, are they really taking over? They really were. And I have to say, I'm a pretty, I'm pretty mortified with some of the things Chris chose to share that I realize how immature and ridiculous I was. But please, please, listeners, understand, I was very young. So just <laughs> let, let it have a veil of, of grace over me, okay? Sorry. <laughs> and we love those men. I love Sean so much. He's my best friend, and he's just, he's amazing. And I'm so grateful to be married to Chris. He still makes me laugh. He's the love of my life. And you never know what he's going to do. So this is far worse, though, than a sermon illustration that he hasn't warned me about. This is like <laughs> a recorded forever podcast. But you know what? Honestly, we're so grateful. We're so grateful for them and their wise advice they even gave at the end about the empty nesting, which we thought we were going to be talking about the yeah, entire Yeah, that time. was the planned topic tonight, but... You know, it is what it is. But so we hope you enjoyed this fun conversation that took us by surprise. So we will see you back. We will be back in a couple of weeks. Make sure you listen, subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you. Bye.